Welcome to Recently Logged, an audio stream discussing what the film bros are watching these days. So what are they watching these days? That's an excellent question, Micah. Uh, What do you think they're watching (laughs) these days? I thought you were going to answer my excellent question, No, but apparently not. I have no Uh, clue. They're watching The Prestige these days. Why would they watch such an awful, terrible movie? You can leave. (laughs) (laughs) There's a door back there. Uh, All right, well, welcome to Recently Lost. Yeah, welcome to The Recently second Lock, welcoming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm Robbie. And, and and I'm Micah. He's Micah. And we're, <laughs> we're Monsters Incorporated. <laughs> we're Monsters Incorporated. <laughs> I feel like I already made that joke. <laughs> I feel like, no, I think we were talking earlier, earlier. about the podcast intro. And, <laughs> and I'm like, Monsters Incorporated. I'm Monsters Incorporated. <laughs> Okay, so um, uh, just before we get started, I'd like to uh, to thank uh, <laughs> Luke again for coming on the podcast last yeah, week. It was a lot of fun. That was lots of fun. And we're going to have some more guests on here. I think we're going to have one next week, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you might be mistaken, Mike. What? <laughs> no, no, he's going to be on next week. <laughs> so we're, if gonna, all goes we're looking forward to, to that. And it's, you know, it's a lot of fun to be able to do these podcasts with people. Uh, that it is. So, uh... What do you know? What you can do, you listener at home. What can the you listeners can send at us home do? This this movie, this week's movie, is actually a suggestion from our it email. It was, yeah. Um, and uh, which Robbie forgot to check, and I've then she had to tell us in person. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So if you want to send in a movie suggestion or something, I don't know. Just if you want to send us a message, uh, you can either do send it. Send us a friendly hello on our social media, which we're just at say, recently hey. logged. Or Ho. you can right, send it. Go. <laughs> you can send it to our email, which is poddingtonrl at gmail. That's p o d d i n g t o n r l at gmail dot com. He's gotten so good at that. <laughs> go listen to the first episode and hear him stumble over those letters. Wow, I I stay up at night rehearsing it. <laughs> I'm like about to fall asleep, and I'm like p o d d d i n g t o n r l at gmail.com <laughs> all right uh <laughs> let's get into uh let's get into the movie so uh the prestige yeah. directed by christopher nolan oh, crap, uh, came out in 2006 facts. no 2007 hold on just let me pull up the IMDb page. Came out 2006. 2006, baby. It's it not is, that old. It is rated PG-13. Yeah, it's a very dark movie. It is very dark. Uh, 130 minutes. If you want a nice, uplifting movie to watch, don't watch, don't this, watch this movie, please. <laughs> we got You got some pretty big names in it. I mean, it's Nolan, so you get his typical Christian Bale and Michael Caine. And Michael Caine. Uh, those and- are, like, required. Well, he's in, in, he is in an Inception. Yeah, Christian I know, Bale. but, like... Or Michael Caine, I don't think. Michael Caine is an Inception. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's he's a uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's oh, <laughs> that's dad. Right. He's the dad. Um, Hugh Jackman is also in this as Robert Angier. Uh, <laughs> nice. We got a uh, Scarlett Johansson as Olivia. Uh, wow. David Bowie is in this. David as Bowie. Tesla. <laughs> David Bowie. Uh, Andy Andy Circus. 
which is, you know, he's the best. So <laughs> the the best. <laughs> he's in that as Tesla's assistant. He's Allie. in there as the best. <laughs> yes. And then uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce uh, uh, Julia's the actor who plays Julia, actress who plays Julia. Piper I mean, Piper Pierbo. Pierbo. I don't know. I don't know. Something it's like something that. Something like that. And then Rebecca Hall plays Sarah. I, f- I forget how many different. Uh, th- there's not a very big like cast of characters in this story. Yeah, it kind of it kind of sticks to them. Yeah. Okay. Oh um, yeah. Also, uh, we're relatively sure because it doesn't say anywhere else that Hugh Jackman also plays uh, the one guy who <laughs> is drunk all the time. Yeah. His, <laughs> the actor who doubles as him in the movie. Yeah, we're not sure if it is him, but it it looks a it lot. It looks a lot like, like him, him, but yeah, it doesn't. But, but yeah, it he's not listed anywhere. Shout out to the makeup team if they can make it look like someone else but still look like Hugh Jackman. Yeah. It's 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 yeah, they did a good job if it so is we Hugh got, Jackman. We got uh Jonathan Nolan and Christopher Nolan writing this along with uh Christopher Priest. Priest, yeah, who wrote the novel who apparently. Wrote the novel. I didn't know this was based yeah, on no, a novel. Yeah, no, it's based on a book. Uh we've got the, the, Or a novel. The, no, that's that's not what I'm looking for. What are you looking for, Micah? I'm looking for <laughs> the music who did the, who did the score that's not the person who did the score is it i don't know i don't know it just says music by david uh julian Ju- julian yes julian uh so yeah that's that's those are the basic facts of the movie yeah it's uh, kind of depressing also movie. An- another fact about this movie is it's the objectively greatest uh magic movie ever made uh yeah i would say that did this win any awards it was nominated for two Oscars. But it didn't win. Um, art direction. It won art di- or Well, it got nominated for art direction. Yeah, it got nominated for several and things. what's the other one? Cinematography. That makes sense. It's a shame it didn't win because this is, this is such a great movie. One of my favorite movies in general. Just, I love this movie. Uh, what did you rate it, oh, co-host Robbie? What did I rate it? I rated it five stars out of five stars. Believe wow. it or not. Believe it or not. <laughs> I didn't think you'd ever rate a movie five <laughs> out of five. Wow. Uh, I also rated this movie five stars out of five stars. Who would have guessed? Uh, this is actually, <laughs> if you check my letterbox. Such a controversial uh, take. That's games underscore things. Uh, <laughs> if you check my letterbox, it is one of my four favorite movies listed. Of all time? Yeah, of all time. Well, Chris, you did it again. (laughs) (laughs) I love this movie a a lot. Yeah. Um, So do you want to get into our uh, general thoughts? Yeah, but I got to say something first. Okay, say something. Are you watching closely? All right, I'm good. (laughs) I got it out of my system. (laughs) Surprised you could do it without your rubber ball. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, so uh out of context <laughs> jokes <laughs> if you've never seen the prestige or haven't seen it in a while and don't remember uh go watch the prestige because we're gonna probably make well first of all it's gonna be spoilers that was and, a pretty good voice crack if i do say so myself. <laughs> and uh we're gonna be making jokes probably okay that don't make any sense if you have like like the rubber ball a rubber ball
Okay. All right. So, so, uh, so thoughts, general thoughts, Ravi. What are your general thoughts my on general the prestige? Thoughts? Wow, no one's ever asked me that before. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it is Nolan's of of what I've seen. I haven't seen Interstellar or Memento as of yet. Oh, but there are some other ones that you have. Yeah, there's seen. a couple others, but those are his big ones that I haven't He's, seen. You've seen the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, I've Inception, seen Inception, Prestige. And, yeah. That, and that's it. Right? That's it. But yeah. yes, I think this is his mm, tightest script out of all of his movies. And I think the editing and structure of it is as perfect as it could possibly be. Because this thing kind of floats around a lot, <laughs> yeah. but it doesn't ever feel unfocused at any point. Yeah, I put that in my notes even because, like, not only does it just float around from, like, event to event, but it also floats around uh, timelines Yeah, no, a lot. it does. So, like, at the beginning, you're <laughs> at the end of the movie, and then you go into, like, a journal, and then you go into a journal inside of a journal. Inside of the journal. <laughs> it's like Inception, in, in, in the Inception of the journal. <laughs> yeah, no, uh... Yeah, those are. I think. I think that's my general thoughts. Is probably a super his tightest his tightest screenplay. Um, surprisingly, very rewatchable. Yeah. Um, but a lot of Nolan's movies are. Yeah. And uh, a, a great structured great. thing. Yeah. <laughs> great structure. <laughs> great structure. All right, I'll I'll go into I'll go into my general thoughts now, because um, you know I'm the most <laughs> reliable source the, of criticism. The greatest critic ever I to am. walk the earth, probably. I, probably, uh, like I said, this is this is one of my favorite movies, like ever, and I think just almost pretty much on all fronts, this this movie is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> There's only a few things that actually I found that like no, the little little holes in it almost, little and it's not really like, like holes in the in the movie per se. It's that sometimes the logic of what the characters do is a little unbelievable, but that's just about it. Like, like one big thing for me was like for the whole tank trick where. Um, Julia, right? Yeah, Julia, Julia dies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why don't? Why do they cover up the back? They should make it to where, like, from backstage, you can see in the <laughs> tank and be like, "Oh, look, she's she didn't slip the knot. Better break her out." <laughs> so it annoys you, uh, the unpreparedness. Yeah, it just seems, and I mean, it it makes sense if something like that doesn't happen. Very, like, like there are things that just logically watching the movie, I'm like. Mm. Does it? But no, it doesn't break. Does it seem like Cutter would have been more prepared than that? Yeah, I feel is like that, is that and, what it like is? another thing that bothers me is I feel like the the glass should have break broke broke a little sooner. Because <laughs> if he would have just hit in the same freaking spot, he like halfway <laughs> he through kept, when it's just about to break, he, he moves over hitting, to the like, right. Kept hitting like <laughs> half a foot every time. <laughs> so I mean, and and again, th this is all stuff that could happen yeah and it wouldn't you know break believability and it doesn't break believability it's just stuff that bothers me i see <laughs> so some of some of the stuff about uh about uh the relationship between the two 
Borden twins. Oh yeah, that's, with like <laughs> it's always especially so the relationship stuff. I'm like, now how did that work? Like like the one time uh, towards the beginning when he first when he first meets Sarah. I can't talk today, and uh, he does the whole break into her apartment thing, and. Is like oh I'm I'm in the apartment now oh. and uh, it's all like oh all laughs and stuff. But here's the question: Which one of the twins <laughs> is that in the apartment? Is that the one that that falls in love with? I'm I'm so confused how that worked because you'd think it's the I don't know it's it's just confusing just stuff like that. It's not a problem, but. <laughs> wow, I'm way off of general thoughts. I was about to say you're going, into, going like, into a rabbit hole. Okay, so uh, but anyway, general general thoughts. Sum it up, Mike. Summoning at Lilera. Summoning. Not summoning a what are you summon- summoning? <laughs> we are going to summon Christopher Nolan onto our podcast. Christopher Nolan, <laughs> come onto our podcast, please. <laughs> there we go. And we'll do uh, Interstellar or something. Okay. Yeah, um, he he just gave us the thumbs up. He's yeah. like, good job, guys. Yeah, he just he just gave us an improving look. Uh, so, Does yeah. this mean legally we can put endorsed by Christopher <laughs> Nolan as the best movie podcast? Oh, he's shaking his head no. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, anyway, General Thoughts is, this is just an amazing movie. Acting, cinematography, writing. The story is just really clever and I really like it. And yeah, it's sad. But it, it's not like a tragedy kind of sad. It's it's kind of, yeah. It. it it's not something you would have watched if you're already, like, down in the dumps. <laughs> but it's not, like, gonna make you it's, down in the dumps. Yeah, exactly. You're not gonna watch it and be, like, bawling your eyes. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. Maybe. I think I got I got kind of teary-eyed the first time I watched it, and then the well, second time well, the, I didn't The really. thing is, is it's a lot of times more shock than it is straight-up sad. Like, when both Julia and Sarah die, you're just like, <gasps> they die. <gasps> not like, they died. Uh, so sad because it's because the whole thing is set up more as like a mystery drama thriller mystery drama thriller and because (laughs) because of that you by christopher it's not it's not (laughs) it doesn't feel like a tragedy because it's not supposed to yeah it no it doesn't feel like a tragedy it just feels like a mellow sort of drama and the only time where it does feel slightly like a tragedy, because Sarah's death doesn't really doesn't really feel like a, a tragedy much at all. Huh? <laughs> no, no, it, Sarah's great. I like Sarah. You're just like, oh, she hung herself, and then you're like, the movie moves on. <laughs> so sad. But like the only one where it actually gives you an opportunity to be like really sad is after Julia's death. But like they pick it up pretty fast to like. Um, and you're getting all revengey. Revengey. And him getting like, uh, well, I got I got a bunch of notes on that <laughs> on that side of things. So okay. we'll get to that later. Okay. Uh, uh, let's 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 move on into questions. Okay. Uh, I got a great question. I was thinking about this while I watched the movie. You got you got a question for this me. This isn't gonna be one of her normal or normie questions. One of the normie <laughs> questions. Um. So so what is your question, Micah? Who do you think? Who do? If anyone counts as, like, the bad guy or good guy of this. Um, I would say that the villain, the antagonist of yes. the script is, uh, obsession 
as an abstract concept. Because <laughs> yeah, but uh, okay, hold on. Uh, just, okay, just so finish your thought. Finish I, your that, thought. That's pretty needs. much that's pretty much the whole All right. thought. <laughs> so so I can I can definitely see that, and that kind of leans into my point. Uh, I was just gonna say Angier, because if you think about it, sure, the Borden twins are obsessed, and they do get into like they do start to lean more into what Angier is doing but it's really only after Angier does stuff like he he does most of the dramatic like plays and he does all the all the things that press them further down into the rabbit hole he because technically 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 speaking (laughs) it wasn't Borden's fault that Julia died I mean kind of you could say that it is you could say that it isn't yeah it could happen to anyone anytime you can make an argument for both so Um, keeping that in mind angier's like oh it's borden's fault and and, and the thing with borden is he latches i mean not angier he latches on to stuff in the movie he's obsessive like robbie said and uh the thing he he latches on to at the beginning of the movie is revenge on revenge <laughs> revenge <laughs> it's pronounced revenge and it's best served cold <laughs> okay so uh, uh but uh y- you were saying he latches on to you know trying to get revenge and ends up shooting off borden's fingers curses and then um if i remember correctly you don't <laughs> uh like he, like he never borden never really does anything super major until like the final couple things where he breaks uh Angier's leg yeah. and then um kills Angier. <laughs> I mean, I I guess but I mean like cruelty-wise Angier is way more up there. Yeah. Like he literally takes his daughter away from him and is like reveling in the glory of taking away Borden's daughter so... and leaving him to hang. But for his murder. I would argue that he's the main character. So I would you too. would say that the antagonist is the main character, Micah. Yeah. And if anything, I would say if there's any protagonist, which I don't think there's any good guy per se. There's Cutter. <laughs> he's just kind of a side character. Yeah, no, 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 no. He he's... enables he enables them. Yes. Uh but uh I would say if anyone if anyone is the technical like good guy it's the Borden twin who had who's married to Sarah and has the daughter I guess he because if you again if you look at it all um it was mostly from what I pieced together I was trying to keep up with which twin was which throughout the movie <laughs> it's very confusing um just to kind of keep up with who was doing what and most of the stuff that was dramatic and, and the kind of backlash was from the one who wasn't married well it's because he was more cocky yeah most of the time and if and you know he's the one who you know gets drunk all the time and does all that and he's he's just he's the one who hangs too and he's the yeah. one and all that like it's it's just all this stuff and and even the the, the twin who has who, who's who's got the daughter and is married uh is the one who's like we're done He's just give up. It's fine. Leave him. Leave him. Leave him alone. Leave me alone. And then the other twin is like, "I don't think I will." <laughs> no, I don't think I will. <laughs> and then goes and gets arrested. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I would say yeah, 
so that's that's about the that's about the sum up of my question. So your question is uh, who is the antagonist? Yeah, I think we have a pretty good uh, <laughs> nailed down. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, no, none of that excuses any. Uh, just just one last point. None of that excuses any of their actions. We They've do not. All... We do not condone shooting people's fingers off. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Or cutting your brother's <laughs> fingers off to keep up an illusion. It's I just mean, not a not a good thing. <laughs> unless you're a hardcore uh, magician. <laughs> no, even the. <laughs> Favorite scene or sequence from the movie? Because there scene are or sequence. Oh, I, there are quite I a nailed, few. I nailed this one down already. What is it? Um, it's so hard between the opening sequence and the ending sequence for me, because they're very similar. Yes, they are. But um, and they even have the same monologue going. Whoa! A lot, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say, but also all uh, Michael Caine. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, I would probably say that the ending, the ending scene, is my favorite. Jeez. The ending little montage. Wow. Avenger dying. Lame. Uh, <laughs> evil Borden hanging. Evil Borden. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the just all the way up to, you want to be fooled. Cut to black. And then that terrible, I think it's a David Bowie song, comes in oh, in the Oh, man, if that's a David Bowie song, no wonder no wonder it's there and so bad. It wouldn't surprise me. Not to it say sounds that David, like David Bowie, Bowie is the worst, because I like some David Bowie no, songs. No, there's, there's some good David Bowie songs out but there. But he doesn't fit that movie, man. <laughs> he doesn't. Okay, so you're saying the end sequence, yeah, but close, the end, the close end sequence. second would be the, first, the opening the, the sequence. Close second would be the opening sequence, especially and mainly really only for rewatch like like on rewatch is the opening sequence like that good yeah because in the beginning you're like what are these random clips all these <laughs> random clips what is happening and then when you rewatch it you're like i know all these random clips they're not random <laughs> <laughs> they're not as random as we once suspected <laughs> yeah all right, so what do you think? Favorite favorite scene or sequence? Well, you stole it from me, Mike. <laughs> Are you going to say the, the closing <laughs> sequence? Yes, because that's literally probably the best. It's, it's a la Close Encounters of the Third Kind. The ending scenes are the best scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even seen that movie. <laughs> you, um, you don't need to. <laughs> Um, yeah, so... Yeah, I just really love the... Like, it's... I really love the way it's shot. I See, I like the way that one's shot a lot better than the opening sequence. Yeah, you've got, like, you got that shot that I wanted to use to make that, that, uh, film poster. Dang, the production design and lighting and everything of this movie is so good. The sound design's interesting. The sound design is interesting, and so is the score. Yeah, I wrote in my notes that the score is, like... Like not standout score, like it's not no, like one you no. go listen to, but it's like, it's weird because it's like very present, and you didn't and me anyway. While I'm watching it, I definitely notice the score a lot, but like it's in a weird way. It's so yeah, it's so bizarre and strange. Like not bizarre in like a Spider Verse electric elephants kind of bizarre, <laughs> but like it just really kind of strange. Yeah. I don't know if you've never watched the prestige there's a hard it's hard to describe the score for yeah. it 
But if, uh, what if your favorite scene was? Um, <laughs> oh, why did I just lose the scene? All the scenes are so sad in this movie. I don't like any yeah. of them. <laughs> uh, what if your favorite scene was that one time? <laughs> that one time <laughs> where the the dove trick worked successfully. <laughs> the one time. Oh well, technically it worked twice. All right, so complaint about the movie. I wanted to see the dove trick in front of a like a live audience. Yeah, I wanted so to see did it. I. It's such a cool trick. I was looking forward to it, and then every and then single time Borden's I get crushed. Like, Borden's like, I'll break your fingers instead. <laughs> <laughs> and see, even then though, he's not breaking Angier's fingers; just a random audience member's fingers. Exactly. And murdering a dove. You know, well, no one cares about the dove, Micah. Oof! No one cares about the guy in the box. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> nice, uh, nice reference, right? <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah. Do you have another? Do you have another question? I, I think I do. Wow. Um, let me think. It's uh, interesting that we've went, you, <laughs> we've gone to this format. <laughs> the thing we did one time for right. Mega Mind. All right. So, um, by the way, go watch our Mega Mind episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's pretty good. <laughs> what do you? I don't know. It's not like a like a like an easy per se answer question. Okay. But what do you what do you think about the moral uh, implications of the the Tesla machine? Tesla machine, Tesla machine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, is that what it's called? It's it's just Tesla's machine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was really funny to us because the microphone cut out. <laughs> and he'd like it cut him off saying machine. <laughs> so I don't even know how that sounds. It's probably like machine? Machine? <laughs> I'm Kata. sure that's going to sound weird. Kata? Uh, yeah, I think it's. I don't think it ever got a name. I think it's just Tesla's machine. Wow. Uh, so the moral implications? Yes, like what do you, what do you think? Uh, well, in, in the movie universe, what are we accepting as the religious truth? <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, exactly. <laughs> you know what? Just, just, just like, like, what do you think of the machine? Uh, I think it's a very, I, I found, I find it to be a very interesting plot device. Yeah. There's, there are a few things like it in any other movie. And the reason, the reason I wanted to bring it up is because it's such a catalyst for the plot, but yet it's such like a thing that it, it's the thing that gets you like the thing questiony baby. by questiony. the end of the movie or like. <laughs> you're just like like it's you're i don't know maybe it's just me but i i i, I, I hope sit you there, don't go like that. i sit there thinking about this this machine a lot wow and the implications of it think of how existing. many think of how many of uh andy circus's cats are running out amok <laughs> <laughs> uh, i wish Andy. i don't i don't know if he does but i really hope andy circus actually has a cat I, I hope that is his cat. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I need him to have a cat. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. You didn't answer the question. Oh, uh, whoa, wait, I thought you were saying, you were rephrasing the question. Like, what do you think of the machine? Like, yeah, like, what do you, what do you... T- I think, it, like I said, I think it's a very... Yeah, but what is it? What it... What is what? I don't know. Like I was saying, like it, it's just such an interesting concept, especially in a universe that that doesn't really have any set religious belief to it. 
Yeah. Like just thinking about like the con because because a lot of things have clones in them, but they clones. usually write them off as just more like almost r- robotic kind of things, or just exact clones, or just evil clones. Unless just... you're Blade Runner, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> so, just what do you think of the whole concept of like? cloning in this movie uh i don't know they don't explore it very much it's mostly just used for plot and forwarding the story they don't explore the morality of like they they do at times but it's more just like oh my gosh he's such a a crazy person (laughs) because he shot himself oh no no yeah but like what do you think how do you think that is and do you think he's the guy in the box or the prestige there's there's no way to know micah well, both of them would continue consciousness until it dies. Yeah, but how does that work? So this is what I, this is what I wanted to discuss. Like, so so how does this thing transfer matter over to the other spot? And with the way it transfers matter, like, how does the memory of it work? Is it? Couldn't there be side effects to your memory? You would think Can, so. Maybe that's why he goes so insane by the end, Micah. Maybe he's losing his sanity every time. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe he, maybe he actually comes out as uh, Lord. What's his name? Uh, Lord Cor- Coleslaw or something. <laughs> called Roy Court. I don't know. Corn on the cob. <laughs> maybe that's why he grew the mustache. <laughs> I don't know. It's Lord just, it's Coleslaw. just, it, it's what I always end up thinking about a lot when I watch this movie. Yeah. I, I could see that. So, so do you have any other questions? Because that I, sums I, up my questions. I do. I, All right. I was wondering what... We're already 30 minutes in and we're just to the questions. What, <laughs> if any, problems do you have with this movie? Um, like I said, I, I listed some earlier. Um, a lot yeah. of them are just logic things. Like, I'm just like, mm, is that logical? But, well, you know, people in real life aren't always logical. It's does it just... work with, like, does, do the character's decisions make sense to the character, not necessarily to the real world? Sometimes, like I said, I feel, I feel like the one doesn't, like, Cutter, oh, a yeah. lot of times feels well, a little like, like... Come on, Cutter. <laughs> Come on. What Cutter. are you doing with your life? He seems very, very overprepared at times, and then super underprepared at times. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's, it's weird. weird his relationship with with Angier because they act like they're best buds forever. Best BFFs, bro. It's bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he'll even like take a bullet for the cause. Bro. And not be super upset about it. <laughs> like Borden straight up shoots the shoots him while they're trying to bury him alive, and I had forgotten about that. <laughs> he's just like, it's fine. I'm I'm fine. This is fine. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> Things happen. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm just. It, that's always bothered. Cutter as a character has always bothered me a he's little bit. He's used more as a foil and plot device in the story. But I like I like the little bit of an arc that they give him. With, like, him by the end letting Fallon go just by and giving him, like, a nod. Like a... Like, a, like in Dark like Knight respect, Rises. Like a respectful, like, <laughs> I'm sorry kind of a nod. And then helps helps the, the him get back with his daughter. Like the Dark Knight Rises kind of nod. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not like the Dark Knight Rises kind of a nod. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, now after watching The Dark Knight Rises, that's all I can think of when he does that nod. <laughs> when he does the nod. Because <laughs> uh, it's Christian Bale and Michael Caine, and they're nodding without saying anything, and it, it's ah. Uh. Ooh, I, uh, I guess I should answer my question first. Yeah, what are um, your problems? Uh, um, it can feel... I say I say it's a very tight script and it doesn't but it can occasionally feel kind of meandery if that makes yeah. sense. And but the, like where, not in always a bad way. Where where do you think that happens cuz I I, cause I had a, I had an idea of where. I think definitely around the part where uh what's his face sends Scarlett Johansson to uh, the other guy. Yeah. Around that part, it starts to get a little weird. From, like, there. Pacing and, and editing There wise. and through, um, in my opinion, anyway, through all the, the Tesla stuff. Yeah, the Tesla stuff is weird, too. Um, because there's nothing. It feels kind of out of place. Because it's taking so long. Like, it, it spans a long period of time. And yeah. it's just kind of nothing happens during the long <laughs> period of time. Nothing. Like, Borden's doing well. And <laughs> Angier's waiting. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I say that, but I still gave it five stars. I think this is just about as good as you can get the movie. Yeah. Because they fit so much into this script, and it doesn't feel that overstuffed. Also, it's dumb. <laughs> One <laughs> thing. Whoa. One thing is dumb, and this bothers me every time that the freaking Borden twin Which starts, uh, like... <laughs> Like dating or whatever, whatever oh, yeah. you want to call it, Scarlett Johansson's character, <laughs> and then it—it's just like that dinner from The Dark Knight. <laughs> when, okay, so someone oh, needs I to back it. me up on this. The dinner scene from The Prestige, where all the girls are sitting at the table, it feels exactly like yeah, The so Dark Knight like, dinner so like scene. Evil Borden twin. And um Oh, there's and, an evil one and, nice, and a good one. And nice Borden oh, twin dressed oh. up as Fallon are there at the table. Okay. And then Sarah and Scarlett Johansson's character are all at this table. And he made the perfect <laughs> parallel to to um uh, when uh, <laughs> Batman comes up or uh, Bruce Wayne or and whatever. There's, and there's and Rachel Harvey and Rachel <laughs> and him and his two French models. I don't remember <laughs> the <Yeah>. dark night. <laughs> Christopher Nolan, everyone. <laughs> it's like this is not the pool. He's shaking his head again. Christopher it's like, I'm Nolan. Gonna, I'm gonna buy the whole building. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy the whole building. <laughs> Cause that's how rich I am. <laughs> uh, I think Christian Bale's a really good actor. What though. are you gonna do? Call my mom? <laughs> She's dead. <laughs> so good luck. Uh, yes. Uh, would you say Christian Bale gives a peak performance in this manga? I haven't seen a lot of Christian Bale, so I can't say... Just, just compared to I the Dark Knight stuff. To the Dark Knight stuff, I would say this is a significantly better yes. performance, <laughs> but I don't really like <laughs> Christian Bale that much as Batman. Uh, like, I like him as like Batman. He's fine as Bruce Wayne, and most of the time he's fine as Batman. <laughs> him as Bruce Wayne. Uh, but... Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's just that voice that he does for Batman. He's like, <sighs> I'm Batman. And like, swear to me. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and all that stuff. That stuff gets old, in my opinion. And it's fine. I quite like it, Micah. It grows on me. 
yeah he like three times a day he's like swear to me <laughs> swear to me <laughs> uh i'm not wearing hockey pants i don't know why but uh hear me out christian bale's bruce wayne feels so cheesy at some times and it's i don't supposed to <laughs> i don't know why we need to do the dark knight this is for the dark knight conversation so, so cheesy <laughs> hold on let's do some dead space for a little bit i'm getting hot okay or I can plug... Oh, wait, you're going to be making a bunch of noise. Okay. Um, hey there, guys. If you want to connect with us on social media, um, you can find me on Twitter at Robbie Grayway. You can find Micah on Twitter at Micah underscore Grayway. And you can find our podcast at Recently Logged on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. Uh, me and Micah's Letterboxd. Mine is uh, Christian Huber. And his is games underscore things. Uh, thank you. Uh, back to the podcast. <laughs> give, give me my headphones. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm like waiting and you're like, oh, I'll just talk. no, I don't think I will. <laughs> no, I, I don't think I will. Uh, that I, I've referenced it twice. Dang it. <laughs> no, this has been like the fourth time. <laughs> All right. Moving, moving on from questions to, uh, oh, wait, to no, going. I, I had a really good oh, one. Do it. Um, Watch him forget the really good question. Gosh, dang it. Oh, uh, what did you think of the casting in this movie? <laughs> well, the I really like Hugh Jackman, and he does a really, really oh, good job I think playing this is... kind of in in like in the bad guy Hugh Jackman. Oh, this is I think this is peak Hugh Jackman. Yeah, definitely. I I and... don't think he's given a better role that I've seen anyway. I haven't and... seen Oklahoma or Les Mis. <laughs> so. And like I said, I haven't seen anything else for Christian Bale. So I think that those two castings are really really good. Yeah. I really like the actress who plays Sarah. She's and quite good. Scarlett Johansson is likable yet unlikable. So Scarlett Johansson is kind of weird in this movie. She plays it weird. Yeah. I don't know. Because uh, I've seen her in, like, her as Black Widow. She does a good job. It's not a bad weird, but it's a weird. <laughs> yeah, just, I think the way, I think it, a lot of that is from the way her character is written. Yeah. That's, that's one of the more sloppily written characters. Oh, definitely, yes. Um, um, so it's, it's a little meh on judging that. Uh, Tesla, David Bowie being <laughs> Tesla is actually way better than I thought it would be. Okay, have you seen a picture of Tesla? I have not. He kind of looks like David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if they're thinking they're like we gotta have Tesla in this movie, and they were just looking at pictures of, of like, uh, of Tesla, and they're like, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna pull up a picture. He kind of looks like David Bowie. <laughs> we should get him. Oh, uh, so, and then Andy Circus. I don't know. Did I already say Andy Circus? It is Tesla, right? Yeah, he plays Tesla. Yeah. No, Andrew Tesla. Oh, I don't know. I thought that was his name. But, um... Whoopsie. <laughs> I don't know my history, apparently. Is it Andrew? I don't know. Uh, but Andy Serkis <laughs> is one of my favorite actors out there. He doesn't get enough credit. He does a lot of things where he doesn't show his face, though. So because he did so much of the, like, the... Is it called mocap? Is that the right word? What? For, like... For who? Andy Serkis? Andy Serkis. For Gollum. Oh, uh, Gollum. yeah. Yeah, because he did so much, because they did such an amazing job with Gollum in those movies. Honestly, I think Andy Serkis looks like Gollum. Like, obviously, he does, because that's, he, he was. But, like, that's what I see him as when I see him. 
But I mean, he was also Claw in the Marvel movies, which he did a good job with. He voiced Snoke, if I'm not mistaken. He does kind of look like David Bowie. <laughs> Nikola Tesla. Nikola since, Tesla. Since I can't remember anything from history. They say that in the movie. I know they say it, but I, I, I didn't remember it. Uh, I'm sorry. But yeah, Andy Serkis, underrated. I'm gonna post great this. Actor. I'm gonna post this on our, on our Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what do you think of the casting, Ruby? Um, I think, like I said already, uh, Hugh Jackman uh, gives it his all in this. Yeah, he d- he does a really good job. Uh, Better Christian, than the greatest show. <laughs> Christian Bale, I think, um, is he's good, but I think. I don't know if they would have been able to cast anyone. They would have been able to cast someone better. I don't think they would have done as good of a job. Um, but since he'd worked with Nolan before, it was probably a good choice for the movie. Um, I don't know. I think I think Christian Bale is a really good cast choice. I I mean he he does a good job, but something doesn't click for me. Really. When. when Whenever I see him as the character, I don't know what it is. His performance feels a little <laughs> stiff for some reason. I could see that. Yeah. A lot of times. It's, but, it's, it's not bad, but, but, it's, but it's, his it's, character, I feel like, is almost supposed to be a little stiff because it's hard, you know, it would be very, very difficult to live a double life like that with a twin and there'd be a lot of mental strain. Yeah. I mean, I, no, I, th- I think he does a fine job. But that that would be my one qualm probably with the casting. Okay. Okay. Um, the the other casting it, it all works pretty well. Michael. <laughs> Michael Caine. <laughs> Michael Caine. He, I think he becomes more of a meme every time. I think he does too. <laughs> Isn't he in like? Is he in Memento? I don't remember because uh, I feel like he's in almost every Chris, Christopher Nolan movie. I wonder if he's gonna be in Tenet. <laughs> <laughs> he better be here. I'm gonna be disappointed. We should ask uh, Christopher Nolan since he's still in the yeah. Since still he's still in, here, still in the hey, studio. Hey, hey, Chris, is he gonna is he gonna be in Tenet? Oh, he's he's saying he can't tell us. His lawyer is holding a gun to his head. <laughs> and he says he can't tell us. Um, so we'll get back to you on that. We'll post we'll post on our Twitter if he if he says anything. Yeah, be sure to look out for that. <laughs> be on the lookout for uh for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you gotta look under cast, Micah. <laughs> Michael Caine. Michael Caine. This he's guy. He's a national treasure. A meme. He's maybe. He, I think he's right up there with actors. I would put as like meme level, but still kind of good for some reason. Like Nicolas yeah. Cage and Michael Caine. So he was in. He was in all the dark. He was in the Dark Knight trilogy. Obviously, he played Alfred. Oh, he was in Dunkirk. He was in Dunkirk, <laughs> which is a Christopher Nolan. Oh yeah, movie. there's another Christopher Nolan. He was movie in Inception. Seen. He was in Interstellar. He's in The Prestige. He's in Cars 2. He's in Children of Men? What the heck? Um, <laughs> he's in Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> but it does not... I don't think okay. he's in... I don't think there's a spot for him in Memento. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Memento would be quite up there, Micah, because it's sorted by uh, popularity. Yeah. And Memento is a very So he's not in movie. all of them, but... He's in. He's in a fair share. He's he's in his good portion of uh, Chris Chris Nolan directed uh, stuff. If you guys haven't seen Christopher Nolan's movies, go watch them. If you're old enough, <laughs> he's he's really really good. Um, Unless you're like uh, like ten years old, he's right up don't there. Go, don't watch this if you're like not he, old enough yet. He's right up there with the Coen brothers for me. Oh really? Yeah. For favorite director? Yeah. Oh wow. 
Oh, wow. Wow. I mean, I I really enjoy his movies, but I have to be in the mood for them. Hey, yeah, and, and I heard a complaint um, about Christopher Nolan movies, about how they're all, they all are very similar. Oh, yes, they are. And all. they all are very speechy. <laughs> and that is very true. Yes, they all Almost have. Almost every single one of them has Man. like a big speech. The big speech. Characters in these movies speak in speeches. <laughs> but I like it. I um, mean, obviously, it's a fair complaint if you don't like it. If you, it's fine. yeah, I was about to say, if you don't like kind of speechy movies w- that are very dramatic, yeah, he's, he's won't very like, dramatic. You won't like his movies. Um, he likes doing movies that are, you're like, whoa. But they've got a lot of craft to them. Yeah. Um, kind of similar to M. Night Shyamalan, uh, where his always has a twist, which is kind of, uh, yeah. And the, the, not, not that, not that Shyamalan's movies are, oh no, like Christopher no, Nolan no, no, movies, no. but it's just like in the same way, just in the fact that they all feel a, similar. Yeah. They all have a very similar feel and aesthetic. You can tell them. it's, you yes. can tell it's a Nolan movie. You can just look like at you can a frame, tell it's a Shyamalan movie. You can look at a frame from like Dunkirk or Inception or The Prestige or any of them and you'd be like, yeah, that's a Christopher Nolan movie because they all look very similar. Yeah, but it's but that's not to take away from them. I they're some of my favorite movies out he's, there. He's got a very defined look, and it works for almost all of his movies. All right, do you have any more questions? I I would say that I I think I did, but at one but, point, but I I don't think I do now. We are forty five <laughs> minutes into the unedited cut, okay, and we have not gone into like just discussing. And I have a lot of notes this time. What do you mean? We've, we've been discussing. Well, yeah, but we've been in, like, <laughs> confined. Okay. What do you... What do you so so what a lot of stuff you... that I find good about this. Um, <laughs> okay. So we've talked... We've covered pretty much all my basis of things that I don't like about this. Um, I thought of one more thing that I was going to say that I didn't like. Okay. But I completely forgot it. <laughs> and I think it had something to do with Scarlett Johansson. Oh, man. But I don't remember. So, <laughs> if I remember that, I'll get back to it. But uh, one of the things that I really like about this movie is the way they treat magic. Magic. And the way they treat magicians and everything. Magician. And not being a magician myself. Not being a magician. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's anything like this, being a magician at all. Well, being a magician in, in that time period. In the real world, like now, or oh. even in that time period. Yeah. But, like the way it's like although they all obviously know it's an illusion they all like kind of are like i don't know they they have a feel around it that it's something to be in awe of even though it's all an illusion which it is i mean magic is crazy impressive even if you know how it well good magic is crazy impressive even if you know how they do it well that's like a good film director being very impressed and in awe of another movie just cuz you also can do it to see someone do it very like with such preciseness and perfection it still is very awe-inspiring yeah and i just like the relationship to like that the characters have to the concept of magic like and a lot of it goes in and and occasionally they'll bring up like oh it's real magic for the machine and like well it kind of is <laughs> And, like, what, what Borden thinks of, of real magic is, is, like, you know, dedicating your entire life to a facade. <laughs> like, good old uh, Chinese guy number five. I don't know. <laughs> what, what book series was it that I was thinking of? Not Harry Potter. <laughs> um, where 
Um, I don't remember. It's from a book series that I like, but um, what is that guy's name? The Chinese guy. I can't think of his name. What the goldfish bowl guy? Yeah, the cri- the the fake <laughs> cripple guy. I can't think of his name. He has a name. It's like the great something or another. The great Danton. No, it is not the great Danton. A <laughs> great Danton. The great Danton. <laughs> Shout out to Hugh Jackman for for giving the performance of his life with the drunk actor dude. He's like, I've played Caesar. Played Caesar. There's nothing to play. The Great Danton. The Great Danton. Okay, um, but as I was saying, uh, I forget what book series this is, but... Um, oh, it was... Um, oh, Right, uh, it is Alcatraz versus the evil librarians. That is the mm-hmm. one I was thinking of. Um, they say magic depends on your perspective. Uh, what is magic and what is just technology? Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, just an very good series. Interesting. Yeah, go read that book series. It's a good book I'm series. I'm trying to find Chun Chun Ling Su as <laughs> as as Chow Li Chi. Chow Li. Chow Chow Li Chi. <laughs> okay. Dang it, I'm butchering these names. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, this guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. You did a really good job. <laughs> the goldfish. You're one of my favorite characters. Bro, I don't know who they got to play this goldfish. Bro, the, no, not the goldfish. <laughs> I don't know who they got to play this goldfish. But he, the way he swims around in his three seconds of screen time... <laughs> is masterful it's like the minion death scene kind of masterful <laughs> so so going and continuing with the movie uh the other the other big thing brought up a lot besides uh, obsession is uh, self-sacrifice a common theme in the movie? So, what do you theme? what do you think? Do you think any of them actually do any of the good old self-sacrifice? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Langier definitely does. Yeah. <laughs> what What do you mean? What What does he do that's self-sacrificing? He so he sacrifices his whole life to this one thing. It's not a good sacrifice. No, he, but, but it's it's not a self-sacrifice. It's like a sacrifice is is like. I don't know. Like, I feel like it should be like sacrificing something you want. He he's doing it all for selfish reasons. Yeah, and it's all like that. That's the thing. I, that's one of the main reasons I would call him the antagonist of this. Everything, everything he, does he does is, is selfish, for him, selfish for or himself, spiteful. Yeah, or spiteful, and he doesn't really do any self-sacrifice. Like, sure, I guess. he kills himself. His clones of himself, I mean, but that's not really self-sacrifice. That's still just looking out for himself. Yeah, it's in his own interests every time he does something. Do you think? Do you think Borden, one of both of the maybe Borden, the the more pleasant <laughs> Borden, the more pleasant Borden. Um, what do you he, think? He sacrifices stuff. Well, both of the twins sacrifice having yeah. a full life. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the. The, but the happy twin, the the twin that ends up living, uh, he sacrificed more though. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Because because he had a wife and a kid, and doing keeping up the illusion almost well it lost him his wife, and almost his daughter. Almost. If it wasn't for good old Michael. King. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I definitely think 
he actually because they're it's because they always talk they're like a lot of the the monologuing back and forth over journal entries is like he does not know self-sacrifice i do i do <laughs> oh yes well i do <laughs> no but i do <laughs> and they just like are like i'm i've sacrificed more than you ha 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 so yeah. is that what they say, Micah? That's more what it's like. That's the groundbreaking uh, dialogue <laughs> from uh, the Nolan <laughs> Brothers writing combo. So yeah, <laughs> and yeah, a lot of a lot of my notes are just about about obsession and self sacrifice and just how how they pertain to the movie, how neither of them really self-sacrifice too much i mean obviously like we said the warden twins do a little bit more but uh the one gets tired of it if you couldn't tell by the fact that uh their plan goes very downhill very fast very fast yes okay (laughs) um and then mainly just like obsession like it just consumes both their 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 life and their and their perspective of life. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. <laughs> I'm finding it. finding hard. finding a hard. Just, I can't talk today one, but I'm having a hard time finding the words to, to say what I want to say. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think you summed it up pretty well for, for the most part, kind of rambled on. Yeah. A little bit. I think I'm being attacked by a mosquito. No, it's a gnat. Oh, okay, that's not as bad. It's flew in my face, too. As long as I'm not getting bit by anything, (laughs) I'm good. So, like, this morning, (laughs) we started school, (laughs) and, like, there was this mosquito that just came out of nowhere. It looked like it came, like, out of my science book. Maybe it was was hiding in there. And then I, like, swatted it, and I couldn't find it anywhere. I was like, did I kill it? I can't tell. And then I just found it twitching on my science book, which twitching. I swear it wasn't there before. Like, right after I spotted it, I was looking around and I did not see it there. Maybe it was still flying around and then it fell on the <laughs> just science like book after a while. Just spiraled, spiraled like, down. Ah. But I saved your life, though I did get bit on the leg. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> Apparently I know nothing of self-sacrifice. <laughs> you know nothing of self-sacrifice. I got bit by a freaking mosquito. <laughs> So so yeah. Uh any any other thoughts you want to add, Ruby? Uh I don't know. I think we've covered just about every aspect of it that I wanted to cover. Yeah, for me this for me this episode is a little harder just cuz it's a movie that I like so much, but it's a very complicated movie. Yeah. I have a hard time and I've been a little bit more rambly this time just cuz delving into I it. I don't know exactly how to put what I want to say. But to some, of are you all saying that sums, Megamind is more uh, simplistic and shallow? I think it is. Uh, but to sum all, all, all the sums up of okay. the sum of the sum. Okay, a little sum sum. Is it's an amazing movie and you should go watch it. Yes, I recommend it wholeheartedly. <laughs> yes, definitely. If you're like fourteen or older, it's a it's a very uh, it's dark. It's a very dark movie. Yes, a lot of my sister, which is she is four years older than me. And she was like, oh, I can't watch it when he when he gets his fingers cut off. <laughs> That's just gross out. That's not because... Well, I mean, it is dark. Well, it's but just... It's, it, like, it's like, yeah, it's really... I mean, he, he just sits there, takes a hammer, takes a little, and just goes... Whoop, whoop, 
Like whack-a-mole. Like whack-a-mole, but like every time you whack the mole, you lose a finger. <laughs> well, he lost two fingers. That's what I'm saying. He whacked the mole twice. What? <laughs> uh. Okay, I need a comment on his facial hair. <laughs> No, the ver- the varying <laughs> facial hair that they all have in their in their uh, disguises. The one for Hugh Jackman, it's the first disguise he it's puts so on. So weird. And the, if the you've beard. seen Pan, which I actually haven't seen Pan, but I've seen clips from Pan. Wow. And fake uh, fan, fake Pan. And Hugh Jackman, his facial hair in that is awful. But his first disguise looks exactly like that, but like brown hair instead of black hair, and it gets me <laughs> laughing every time. And it, you, you're not supposed to be laughing because he's like, "What not did you tie? Not did you tie? <laughs> Shoot him! Shoot him! <laughs> Got him! Got him!" <laughs> but yeah, we're rambling more. So yes, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you, thank you guys so much for listening. If yeah. you if you got this far in the podcast, tweet at us. Totally. Be do like, it. yeah. I if listen, you don't have a Twitter, uh, there's literally no way to contact. <laughs> none. DM us on Instagram or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Say, I made hey, it. I made it to the end of the Prestige episode. Give us movie suggestions, and then just tweet at us. Just say at recently logged. Are you watching closely? <laughs> are you watching? If closely? you made it all the way to the end. Yeah. Uh, th- but thank you so much for listening. We've gotten some positive reviews. Believe it or not. Wow, really? Some I didn't know that. Positive <laughs> feedback. Uh, and we're gonna have more guests on, so be yes. sure to look out for we that. Have, if you want to be a guest, you can contact us at. Paddington RL. No, not Paddington. Poddington. Poddington. Right, not Paddington. It's Poddington. Like, it's like a podcast. Poddington RL at gmail.com. That's P O D D I N G I N G T O N R L at gmail.com. So he knows it better than me now. Yeah. And until next week. Oh, wait, we need to end it with our quote. All right, we have to have a quote. Can I just do the whole monologue? Kata. 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 Just end it with that. Kata. Kata? 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 You gotta understand, we say cutter way too much. We're just like walking around and we're like, Kata? If, if I'm walking alone in the house and I hear a noise, I'm like, Kata? <laughs>